Welcome, guys and gals, to the Man Talks podcast. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. And today we're going to do a little bit of a dive into relational leadership. So executing leadership in a relationship. And the reason why this is so important is more and more lately, I've been working one-on-one with some men and, and specific clients and in some small groups through our mastermind groups. And what I've noticed is that a lot of men are struggling to take any sort of ownership or leadership in their relationship. And uh, it's a lot of ships, isn't it? Uh, But I see a lot of guys struggling and I see a lot of women who are unhappy in their relationship because their man is afraid to take leadership. And that this isn't just uh, restricted to, to heterosexual relationships. So this can this can be within um, masculine relationships and feminine relationships, but this is a, a masculine quality in a lot of ways. When we take leadership within our relationship, we are executing on being able to own parts of ourselves that aren't working. We are taking responsibility for our contributions to the relationship's dysfunction, and this is not just a masculine trait or a feminine trait, but this is a leadership trait. And in a lot of ways, when I look at a a heterosexual dynamic and and with the men that I work with uh, and the couples that I work with, the partners are often communicating that there's a lack of ownership. There's a lack of taking responsibility around things that aren't working. And in a relationship, when we as men start to shirk the responsibilities, when we start to put the onus of the dysfunction of the things that aren't working onto our partner, what we are actually communicating to them is that we can't be trusted, is that they have to be responsible for the not only the health and well-being of, of the home, but then they are responsible for the health and well-being of the relationship. And it's kind of backwards. I see, I see a lot of guys going into a relationship and it's almost like, and, and this is a generalization, and so I don't want to like, you know, this offends somebody, you know, write me. But I see a lot of guys going into a relationship, and it's like once they have perceived that they've locked the they've locked their partner in, and their you know, their partner either they're engaged or they're married, or you know, they've moved in together, as soon as they've like reached this certain milestone, a lot of guys just like stop. Like we just stop for some reason. It's like, oh, our mission is accomplished. Our mission of being in this relationship, of getting you to commit to being in this relationship with me, our mission is accomplished. And when we don't have a mission, we just kind of like rest back on our laurels and we stop taking action. We stop taking responsibility and we really stop having a function within our relationship dynamic. And our leadership as a partner starts to break down. And you see this in a lot of like really small ways where our partner will ask us, you know, what we want to do for dinner or what we want to do for date night or what we want to do over the weekend. And we don't make a choice. We don't make a decision. We push back onto them and say, I don't know, what do you want to have for dinner? What do you want to do for date night? What do you want to do over the weekend? And we don't make any choices. And the problem with that is that our partners are asking us, not because they want us to ask them back and be like the classic nice guy, They're asking us because they want us to take leadership. They want us to take ownership over the direction of what we are going to do for dinner, for the date, for the weekend. 
And that might feel like a little bit too much responsibility when you feel like your mission is accomplished, right? So we need to start to recognize and have the self-awareness in a relationship when if, if things aren't working, if things aren't functioning, and our partner is constantly bringing up the same argument, the same frustration, and it feels like we're on this like never-ending hamster wheel in the relationship uh, of a specific argument, it's usually because of one or two things. First off, our partner hasn't been heard and validated in some way. So the reason why they would keep bringing it back up over and over and over again is because there's something that we haven't heard and there's something that we haven't validated and acknowledged on their part. Uh, and, and the second piece is to this is that there's something that they feel we haven't taken ownership over or there's something that we that they feel like we haven't taken leadership over. And so this is incredibly important because once we can start to realize this, we can break the cycle. And so if we hear the same pattern coming up, we can listen to that from a different space of, okay, my partner's trying to tell me something. Clearly, I must have missed something before and start to take leadership in that space to instead of going right to defensive mode or right to an attack mode and saying, you know what, like, you're telling you're you're pissed off at me because like I didn't choose what we wanted for dinner the other night and it took us 30 minutes like you didn't choose either. That actually doesn't help the situation that just puts the ownership and the onus back on them and it makes them feel like they can't trust us. And so in those moments the best thing that we can do is maybe we're overwhelmed, maybe we're struggling from the day, maybe we just need to pause for a minute or 5 or 10 and really move everything out of the way. To then say, okay, my partner's clearly asking me to make a decision in something and she or he doesn't want to deal with it right now. And I can really take ownership over this because how hard is it to make a decision about dinner or how hard is it to make a decision about date night or the weekend? And to invest in our relationship, like leaders invest, you know, really, really great leaders in the world they invest into their talent. They invest into the people that they work with. Really incredible business leaders know that just because they've hired somebody and just because they've promoted somebody doesn't mean that they don't have to invest into that relationship, into developing that person, into growing them and into growing their relationship with that person. And in relationships, it's the exact same thing. Really great relational leaders are constantly investing in that relationship. They are constantly taking ownership over what's working, what's not working, and the direction of where that relationship is going in tandem and in partnership with their partner. And so we need to sometimes approach not our relationship, not like our business, but from a leadership mindset. How can I develop and invest in this relationship? How can I take leadership a little bit more, even if it's just make, you know, making the effort and the commitment to completely plan out one date a month or one date every two weeks or whatever that looks like with your partner? This is where you might want to take the leadership over uh, having that conversation with your partner and saying, you know, what is how many dates do you want to have per month? What, what does that connection look like for you? And then making sure that that fits into your agreement with yourself, making sure that that fits in to what you see as being a functioning, healthy dynamic. Because that we need to remember that just because we 
uh, hear our partner out doesn't mean that we have to agree with it. That's the other thing about leadership. And we let go of our leadership when we disagree with something in our relationship. And instead of taking a stand for that, we actually just let it go and we'd be the nice guy and we don't ruffle any feathers and, and we just allow that to happen. And then resentment starts to build up and we feel that within ourselves. We're like, oh, I didn't want to say yes to that, but it's what she needs. It's what he needs. And of course, there's flexibility within a relationship where, you know, we, we need to make sacrifices occasionally, but we shouldn't be doing that on a regular basis every single day, day in and day out, because that's just going to build resentment. And really incredible leaders have pulse checks on their team. And so if we look at this, you know, if you have a family and you have a wife and kids um, or you have a husband and kids, like whatever that dynamic looks like, um, or if you just are in a relationship, we need to have pulse checks with our partners, because if we don't have those pulse checks, resentment can build up. You know, it's just like our teeth, right? Plaque can build up and all of a sudden you have a cavity in your relationship. If we don't do pulse checks and we don't get into the, into the nitty gritty of our relationship very quickly dysfunction can build up, resentment can build up, and it can pile on top of each other. And all of a sudden, we have a much bigger problem than we did in the very beginning. So just to reiterate, the, the core components of what I just talked about around relational leadership is, is first and foremost, start to look in the areas where you are trying to delegate responsibility. I'm going to continue to use leadership analogies here, but look where you're trying to delegate responsibilities. And, and really start to take ownership over the parts that are dysfunctional, the parts that aren't working, the breakdowns in communication, and start to look for the areas in which you are responsible for greatness in your relationship, because we need to be able to experience that appreciation as leaders, as partners, as fathers, as husbands. We, we, we also need to be able to see and self-validate so we're not constantly seeking that validation from our partners on a regular basis. And then the, the second part of that is to really start to look over the, the pieces uh, of your relationship dynamic that you can be proactively looking into investing in. How are you investing in your relationship? What time, energy, efforts are you putting into it? And because that is going to yield huge results. Your partner is going to start to trust you. Um, they'll start to trust your leadership. They'll start to trust the fact that that you are taking the initiative and they don't have to constantly remind you that, you know, these like little small things are out of alignment. And when you start to take notice of those things, they are the game changers. So just because you've accomplished your mission of getting that person uh, to be in a relationship with you or to move in with you or to um, to be engaged to you or marry you or have kids with you doesn't mean that your mission is over. It is not a mission. It is a journey. It's not the Lord of the Rings. You're not trying to drop the ring into the, you know, Mordor's pit of fire. I, I don't even know if that's right. Um, but I love Lord of the Rings. I'm just not remembering it right now. Uh, it's not that kind of a mission. It's, it's a lifelong journey. And when we rest back on our laurels, that's where things start to fall apart. So my one ask for you today is man this forward. Share this with somebody who could use it. Um, ladies, share it with a few great men. Men, share it with some other guys, some other women who might want to hear this. And uh, man it forward, share the perspective. Thank you so much. I would love to hear how this episode supported you. I'm going to continue to do video uh, on a midweek mini episodes so that we can interact. And maybe we'll do a live webinar. Hmm. Let me know if you want to do a 15-minute webinar on a specific topic. DM me through Instagram. Hit me up through Facebook or email me. 
info at mantalks.com. Until next week, this is Connor Beaton signing off.